All right, golfers, welcome back to episode four of the Pure Drive pod. I am Pat Bigelow, joined by my co-host, Adam Koloff. Say hello, Adam. Hey, guys. Excited for this episode. We're going to talk about the Masters. It's a big week. Big, big week. So weird, right? In it's, November. It's crazy. I woke up with a with an extra pep in my step today because the Masters is by far my favorite week of the year. And... Uh, it's, it's sweet to have it in November. It's been such a crazy year and sort of to cap off the golf season here with a little, with a little Masters coverage is, uh, yeah. is awesome. Yeah, it's nice that they, they're going to play the Masters this yeah. year. Yeah, it's going to be weird with no fans, that's for sure. It's going to be very weird with no fans, especially at the Masters. You know, the fans play such an important role, yeah. even for the players too, at the Masters. You know, obviously in any tournament you play in, fans will have a big influence but when you're at Augusta, you hear the roars. It's just so interesting how not having that is going to possibly influence performance. From how do you guys. think? How do you think it affects a player? Well, it's interesting. I would say for for experienced players, they probably thrive off mm-hmm. that. Um, inexperienced players, they might be more nervous yeah. playing in front of play, uh, a crowd, especially at the Masters. Yeah. Um, and it's also interesting to think during a Sunday, for example, if you're in the you know third to last group, second to last group, and you hear a roar right. on a certain That's hole, a great point. you're gonna know that that player uh, yeah. made a birdie, for yeah. example. So you're gonna you can kind of you know learn from what the how the crowd is reacting. Totally. Yeah. Totally. How do you see the course uh, being affected by it being played in November? Everything I'm reading is that it's gonna be being played really long. Yeah, I think it's going to play long. Uh, it's going to be a little bit cooler. Yeah. Um, if they could get some rain and it would soften it up, but they have that sub air system, the so they could cool right out and yeah. they could firm it up in no time. So I just think the time of year, uh, no fans, uh, those are the biggest factors, yeah. I would say. Um, and so I would say it plays into, in my opinion, the more experienced guys, to be honest, because like I said, they might be more affected by the crowds, especially in a major, totally. right? So I think it gives them an opportunity. Yeah. But again, you can't, you know, you can't downplay the top guys like DJ, JT, you know, John Rom, those players. You just said it. I'm eliminating all the small hitters. Hate to say it, but I am. Just the just the way that everything I'm reading about this golf course, it's going to be long. November, the ball's not going to be traveling as far. It's going to be playing softer. So as much as I love guys like Kevin Kistner, it's, it's who have great short games and putting, I just seeing them hit four irons into to greens versus some of these other guys like Rahm and, and, and JT when they're going to have short irons. I just... Right. You said it. Greens will be excellent. They have the sub-air system. The greens will be true. Yeah, um, it's going to be consistent no matter what month they're playing yeah. in the Masters. So... Should we get into our picks? Yeah, let's talk about the guy everybody's talking about and get it out of the way. Yeah. Bryson. Yeah. Are so, we on Bryson? Are you, are you loving some Bryson this week? So or what? I love Bryson because he's moving the needle. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's showing us how power and speed and, and distance is changing the game, which I love. I mean, you can't prevent this from happening. So Bryson is a great example um, of what a player can do to maximize mm-hmm. their performance for distance. So I think he's going to do well. I don't think he's going to win. Mm-hmm. 
there's a lot of pressure. Maybe he doesn't feel the pressure. Yeah. But coming off a U.S. Open win, that's pretty tough to go into the next major and pull the next yeah. one off. What do you think? I, I totally agree with you. I mean, as, as big and strong and as far as he can hit it, the name of the game is what's between your ears, right? Yeah. That's yeah. what matters. And yeah. I look at him coming off a major's win – does he take the foot off the pedal a little bit? It doesn't seem like it. No. I, I love his chances. I'm not picking yeah. him, but I love his chances. I think he'll yeah. be there on Sunday. Um, you know, I just love sort of how he approached the Masters. He shut it down almost two months ago. You know, he said he's like, I'm just going to put on 25 pounds of muscle. Yeah. And he's hitting it further and further and further. And Would I it just, be cool if he was in contention on, yeah. on Sunday? I mean, that would really get a lot of uh, attention. Totally. Be great for the game. As, totally. as much as people really don't think he's good for the game, yeah. he brings in so much attention, mm-hmm. right? So he attracts more of an audience. I mean, that's what you want in golf. Well, you love him or hate him. I mean, you know, his personality is very... It's, he's out there, right? He's a, mm-hmm. different, he's a different type of guy, but he's found a way to... To, to get an advantage um, and yeah. he's certainly outspoken he seems to really like the camera now and you know we'll see um, right I, it, yeah I will say at the US Open okay where there's less margin for error mm-hmm. off the tee he won yeah and he's bombing the driver yeah carrying it 350 maybe more yeah. so at the Masters you have a little more room to miss okay there's not the rough is not nearly as deep so you you could you know say he probably has a better chance. He's gonna have wedge into some of those par fives. Yep, crazy, right? <laughs> it's so we'll see. Insane. So what's here? What's 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 the coal off official pick? Give me an official pick and then a sleeper. Okay, so I like Dustin Johnson. All right. Love it. Most people might say, "Oh, it's boring." He's like really, you know, number two in the actually number one in the world right yep. now. Of course, he's gonna do well. Well. I think he's going to pull it off. I, I, I say this because he won the tour championship, mm-hmm. right? That was huge. Um, he In the U.S. Open, he was in the top 10. I got I to gotta check out um, where he was. Um, he was tied for second last year's yep. Masters. Mm-hmm. So I think he's got a great chance. I mean, he's... The guy's a stud. He's hitting the ball so well right now. Striking. He did he so well last, last year. Played well last weekend. Last weekend. He's just got a great chance. That's my pick. I looked I looked at some stats just sort of before the pod and you know, obviously driving distance will be a big one, but it's not as big one as if you look at previous winners approach. Right. Dustin Johnson was right there. He's right there. If you look short at game. strokes gained, yeah, approach short game shots. too. I know, he's a great putter. Most people don't realize he's a great putter. Mm-hmm. Sneaky. All right, Bigelow, who do you got? I'm going to go with, with my guy, the guy who I can equate to the most, and that's John Rahm, Rambo. Mm. I'm taking Rambo because I think that he's a different guy this year, and I think, I think he's ready. He's, uh, I think he's got the mental game figured out. He's been working with, I don't know if you, you read that uh, article recently that came out. He's been working with the SEAL team leader, trying to get his wow. mental game. And he's played great this year, and I think he's just a major way. He's, he plays well at Augusta. Um, I think he's ready. Yeah. He's uh, my guy. That's a good pick. I like it. My that's... sleeper, my guy, Matt Wolf, always. Matt Wolf, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. He hits it long, great putter, sneaky good putter. 
Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that I think that he's I, up there in strokes gained mm-hmm. uh, approach shots. Yep. yep. He's an iron player. It's the year of the young guns. Morikawa won. I think it's. I think Wolf. So Wolf yeah, there. that's an interesting point. Morikawa won. Mm-hmm. No fans. Yeah. Maybe the inexperienced guys yeah. have uh, more opportunity or an advantage. I don't think the young guys care. Yeah. I think they're just full of piss and vinegar, and they're just like, you know. Fearless. Diff- you said it, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know how you can't be afraid or, or, or nervous in the, at the Masters, but it's just going to be different with no fans. So my sleeper is Tony Finau. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, he came in eighth at the U.S. Open. Uh, played really – actually, if you remember at the U.S. Open, he was right there. Mm-hmm. Just made a few mistakes towards the end. He's a name you think of when you think of best players that haven't won a major. One of the, you know, Ricky, Absolutely. one of those guys. He's a good guy, too. Awesome guy. Everything yeah. you read about him is an awesome. But does I mean, he have the mental toughness to, to get I it done on so. a Sunday? I think so. I think he's there. He's been around for so long. I think he's, he's got the mindset to do it. Yeah. It'll be fun. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. It's going to be great. So, yeah. So, it's just so, such a unique... Uh, time of year yeah. to, for the Masters. Yeah. Um, you want to start talking about like you know what these guys are going to experience. Totally. How how are they going to play under pressure? What are some things that you and I do so that we can perform under pressure? Maybe we could share some insights sure. to let's, help let's our audience in. out there. Yeah. The thing with me is preparation, and I'm going to yeah. talk about like day of preparation. Okay. Right. There's obviously the practice and all that other stuff. But I'm going to talk about what's important and what helps me. So if I'm playing in a tournament, the day of, I have the same preparation. Maybe not the eating the same thing, but I'm giving myself the same amount of time to you know, get to the golf course, to stretch, yep. to, to make sure my snacks are ready, to make my, sure my bag is packed, right. to make sure everything is set. I go to as much detail as like picking out my outfit. You know, I'm a big gear guy. So like I'll pick out my outfit for the next day. So everything is set because if I feel like, Oh, I forgot this or I don't have this, like I'm already starting to feel. Yeah. That's the last thing you want to get to the first tee. You're flustered. You have only like 10, 20 minutes to warm up. Totally. You're like, do I have enough balls? Do I have enough tees? Do I have 14 clubs in my bag? Absolutely. No, but seriously. Or yeah. like you're pulling into the parking lot and you're like, I only have 30 minutes to warm up. And you're like hustling and scrambling where it's like yeah. you're already started off on the wrong foot. So I think that's great. Being prepared, Pat, is, is a great thing to, uh, that will help you perform yeah. under pressure. What I would want to add is seeing yourself succeed. All right, going through the process of visualizing success. Yeah. Also, don't be afraid if you fail. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, so many players they just try to avoid the fact that they may hit a bad shot. Yeah. All right, but it's okay to fail, and so say that to yourself. Okay, if I hit a bad shot right here, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Who cares, right? It's just a game. Yeah. But okay, then what are you going to do to succeed? Yeah. All right, so if you have that self-doubt, what's most important is what you do next. Right. Okay, so then you, you say to yourself, okay, I'm going to focus on the shot I want to hit. Yeah. This is what I want to do. Right. Stop focusing on what you want to avoid. Yeah. Visualize the shot. Go through your routine. So visualizing success. I, visualizing success. I think that's a great point. And 
for me, like that starts on as soon as I kind of like get up that morning, like I'm thinking I'm going to play well today. I'm going to play well today. I'm going to play well today. I'm going to play well. I'm going to feel confident going into the golf course. Like you said, I'm visualizing a good round. Setting an intention, right? There you go. Right? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to focus on success. Right. Yeah, that's a great thing to do the day before. And even if you're, getting to the course, right? And if you're, you know, if you're over there and you, you know, you feel lousy, and you're telling yourself you feel like lousy, you're probably going to play like you're lousy. So let's talk about that for a moment. So like, there's been plenty of days where like, you know, you know it. Like we have young kids, and like we may have an early tea time, and we're going over there, and I'm just like, oh, I feel like crap. How do you take yourself out of that like mentality and like move it towards like a positive attitude? Yeah, so you got to flip the switch. You got to go 180 on that attitude. And you say to yourself, now is a great opportunity Mm -hmm. to play well after having negative thoughts, being in that that, uh, mindset, like, I can't play well today. Today's going to be awful. Oh my gosh, I don't even want to play it up today. Give yourself the opportunity, say to yourself, here's an opportunity where I can, you know, flip the switch here, go 180 on this negative attitude. And, and then just go out there, set an intent, okay? Visualize success, focus on what you want to do, not yeah. what you want to avoid. So it's just a good opportunity. Positive reinforcement, everything that you just said there, right? Just like keep telling yourself like you're going to play well, you're going to hit a good shot. Yeah. It's so, so important. Um, what, about, um, what about simulating situations? How does a player take a tournament situation and practice that? There's a bunch of things you can do when you play on the range. Um, well, first, let me describe what I always recommend to my students. Dividing practice from, uh, up from technical practice to performance practice. Mm-hmm. Technical practice is working on your swing, you know, looking at it on video, you know, looking at the trackman numbers if you're here at Pure Drive. Right. But then you have to make a switch to performance training. And what is that? Well, that's analyzing your ball flight in relation to a target. Totally. Okay, so how do you do that? Well, if you're at the range, create a boundary and hit 10 drives. See how many shots you can hit within that boundary. What boundary? How, how big is the boundary? 30 yards, okay? And put some pressure on yeah. yourself. All right, maybe you hit five in a row. Then that sixth shot, you're going to be like, oh, here we go. Totally. And that's what you need to do. You need to create... Uh, games or uh, this type of practice so you simulate some totally. of the pressure. What I'll do with some of my students is be like, all right, give me 20 push-ups if you, if you don't hit it in this window. Yeah. All right? And then their heartbeat starts to pick up. And That's I say, right. all right, do it again. So in that, these little games that you do, you're creating those situations. I mean, you watch right. guys on tour. One of my favorite things to do is to go to PGA tournament events and go to the range. And just yep. watch those guys hit golf balls because what do they do? They go through their pre-shot routine right. between each shot. I mean, they're, it, it's minutes before they're pulling right. the trigger, right? Because they're visualizing the target. Yeah. They're, they're going through everything. They're breathing exercises, and then they hit the shot. Let's talk more about pre-shot routine, right? How important is that? What I believe is pre-shot routine can, can put you in that autopilot, Right. If you practice it, you can't just decide, okay, I'm gonna, I guess I'm gonna do two practice swings, walk in, look at target, club down, aim, let's go. And just like kind of create it that day and mm-hmm. just say, I'm gonna do that this day. 
practice your pre-shot routine. Mm -hmm. And then you do that enough, you get to the course, you, it creates automation. Yes. So that when you're walking into the shot, it's almost like you're out of control. You're just like doing what you have practiced. You're not thinking technically. You're not thinking technically. You're not thinking as much. It's yeah. okay for players to have swing thoughts, to, to you know have a feel or a visualization, totally. but you need to create some automation and this is going to help you under pressure, right? If you don't have a routine, you're going to sit over the ball and you're going to be like, uh, what am I doing? Yeah. What should I think about? Yeah. Rather than having a routine going through the necessary steps to get set up, which can help you. What pressure. you'll see too is you'll see, I'll see players, I'll be out playing with buddies or whatever. They'll go through their pre-shot routine. It looks great. Then they get over the golf ball and I can see them like essentially trying to fix their swing. Yeah. Uh, Never. Don't try to fix your swing out yeah. of the golf course. Adam said it. It's your pre-shot routine. You're thinking nothing technical. You're basically get over it. Be an athlete. Hit right. the ball. Right. Yeah. That's what you have to do. So anyway, pre-shot routine, guys, if you could build one, it doesn't have to be elaborate. I know the PGA Tour players take their time like Bryson. He right. takes forever. Yes, that's too slow. You don't have to do that as long as you have this quick routine of you know, analyzing the shot, the yeah. lie, the distance, yeah. uphill, downhill, the wind. What club are you going to hit? Walk in, practice swings, aim the club, yeah. get your posture, pull the trigger, and just, you know, go. You totally. know, go, don't pick something, pick a routine, come up and practice a routine. Yeah. So that's a great way. Let's talk about one other thing, emotions on the golf course. Yeah. And about sort of reeling them in when stuff starts to go array, awry. So young kids uh, have difficulty with mm -hmm. this, especially young uh, competitive players I, I work with. I try to help them through that because their expectations are so high. Yeah. You know, they pick up the sport. They do things so well, like, you know, whether they're playing basketball, soccer, baseball, uh, they develop their ability pretty quickly. In golf, you develop an ability level. You start playing well, but all of a sudden you could have a terrible round. Yeah. And this happens to amateurs too. Let's say a guy's, you know, 12 handicap. He goes out and shoots a 78. Mm -hmm. And that's the first time he, he's broken. Or maybe let's say he's broken 80 before, but he shoots a 78. He's yeah. so fired up. Yeah. Where does expectations go? Right. Through the roof. Right. And then all of a sudden they go and shoot 92 right. the next day and they're shattered. And they start to get mad. They're angry. But they don't realize that's actually within the range that yeah. you see players. Yeah. Not PGA Tour players. Right. But amateurs, guys, you're you're going to be in a pretty big range, so just relax, yeah. chill out. You're going to have some bad rounds. Controlling your emotions is huge, especially as you start playing in tournament event tournaments, right? Tournament play is totally different, even as you play in like club events. That three or four footer that you know is worth something versus you know when you're out there playing with your buddies is totally different, right? So how do you how do you how do you control that? Yeah, for me. Breathing is a big part. Yeah, I used big... to be the worst putter on the planet. It's gotten a lot better. I'm actually, I'm actually kind of will say that I've become a good putter. And it started between my ears. Because yeah. I would get on a putting green and I would just like feel like anxiety come over my body. Right. Versus where I'd get over a you know, stock eight iron and I, you'd want me to cut it, draw it, whatever. I could do it, but right. hit a straight putt. And it started with like getting control of my emotions and believing that like I could hit this putt. Right. 
And why are you playing? Are you playing the game to have fun? Right. Are you playing the game to challenge yourself? Right. Or is this life and death? Right. Death? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. what's? why are you so bothered? Mm-hmm. Why are you so upset if you mm-hmm. hit a bad shot? Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. This is a game. Okay, we're playing because it's fun. Right. It's a challenge. So if you're getting that upset, this game, every shot is, is too much meaning for yeah. you. Like, just, you know, learn to relax. As simple as that is. The average player that we probably see that comes through here probably shoots like 85. It's one shot out of the 85 shots you're going to hit in a round. It's okay. The best players that I have come across have the shortest memories. I know. They're like, oh, all right, whatever. Exactly. I wish I, I, I envy those people. I know. I've gotten better, but, you know, it's... Uh... So, yeah, bottom line, just, you know, try try to breathe. Right. Right? Put things right. in perspective. Right. It's a game. Okay? You're going you're gonna to have bad rounds. Totally. All right? But that's an opportunity to learn. Okay? And when you get upset, you, you're not going to really learn. You're not going to be able to objectively say what caused that bad shot. You're just going to be so pissed off. You've got to have the, like, the, the effort mentality, right? You hit a bad yeah. shot. Effort. All right, I'm yeah. going to go hit this next one close and not dwell on what I did in that swing. Because right. if I'm dwelling on what I did in that previous swing, I'm getting over, getting ready for my next shot, still thinking about it. And I have those sort of negative emotions and feelings running through my body, right? Right. Yeah, so I think a good thing this weekend yeah. would be watch the guys on tour. What are they doing uh, to prepare for yeah. the shot? Yeah. Pick up on things during the routine. Um, you're going to see guys, you know, work on some breathing. Yeah. They're going to probably going to see them visualize. Get they're going to focus on their aim lines. Yeah. They're going to do things that that can help you guys. Totally. So I think this is a great opportunity to learn what they're doing to and, help you get through. And if you situations. don't have a pre-shot routine, get one for every shot. Driver. Shots from the fairway, but whatever, yeah. bunker, putting, make sure you have a pre-shot routine. Yeah. Don't be that guy that's, you know, takes two minutes to go through no. his routine. All right, you play club golf, you're going to be that guy mm-hmm. <laughs> if, if that's you. Um, but it doesn't – so just go through a routine. Yeah. Fig, figure it out. Yeah. Create some automation, whether it takes 10 seconds um, you know, or less. It could be literally getting behind the golf ball, taking a deep breath – Walking up to the golf ball, picking your target, and hitting it. I know. And just doing that over and over again. That could be your pre-shot routine. Exactly. You know? Yeah. All right, good stuff. I'm pumped for this weekend. I'm going to, uh, if anyone can pick the winner, any of the any of our listeners can pick the winner, uh, you're going to have to put the winning score in there too and DM it to the Pure Drive account. I will give a free golf lesson too. So you got to pick the winner we go. and the winning score just in case it's a tiebreaker. So um, good Free luck. Free lesson Free lesson. Bigelow, huh? Free lesson, yep. One of the most uh, sought-after instructors <laughs> here. Here we go. Here we go. Rising star, <laughs> Pat Bigelow. Now, what if Rom wins? Do you, have, you get to give me a lesson, I think. Uh, he'll, he'll be able to give me a lesson in, like, Rom? June. He's so busy. <laughs> we could we could figure that. All out. right, sounds good. <laughs> All right, guys, we appreciate it. Make sure you listen, sub- subscribe, review, tell yeah. your friends. Right, we love it. Have a great week. Um, some masters. Let's go. Masters week. See you guys. See you Until guys. Next time. Bye bye.